Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can. This is episode, <laughs> is this 129? This is 129. Did you double check that? Uh, I did. Because you asked me. I did ask you, but I, 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 you were correct. Oh, nice. Cool. You were the one that told me earlier what it was. I did, but I didn't know if that was right either. So, Chris, this is a spooky episode. This is a spooky, spooky episode. Spooky episode. Because it's coming out on Halloween, right? I mean, what? you know, it's Halloween's it Friday. So, it's like, this is literally... It's Halloween Friday or Saturday? I think it's, it's no, Friday. No, today's... No, no, it's okay, Saturday. You're yeah. right, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. coming out the day before yes. Halloween, so... Happy Halloween to anyone. Happy Halloween. If it's after Halloween. Um, May you have lots of candy. Welcome to the holiday season, and cho- I guess. And chocolate. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, dude, Halloween kicks off the holiday season. Think about this. We only have, let me see, one, not counting this podcast. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven podcasts before Christmas. How many podcasts before Star Wars? How many podcasts before Star Wars? Six. Mm. Six podcasts before Star Wars, Chris. Man. And per our uh, our, our talk last week, yes. we need to bring up some some favorite moments of Star Wars every episode from oh, here until later that. on. So I've got one. You've got we one? We can talk about it a little bit later in the show. Let's talk about that last. That'll be yeah. the, the, uh, the final end cap on the show. I, I like it. We so normally like do the main topic and then we get out. Right. All right. We'll talk about this at the we'll, end. We'll talk about some Star Wars at the end. Um, so, Chris, how's, how's your week been going? Um, my week's been good. It's been very busy. It's been wild. I, I, I did definitely think that this, like the last two or three weeks, have just been slammed. They haven't slammed. So, yeah. I, I have a story to tell. A story. Okay. Story right, time so, with Chris. Uh, first of all, I had, uh, we had our Halloween party, mm-hmm. our uh, fifth annual yeah, right. Halloween party. It was it was really fun. Yeah, so good, good. I'm glad you had fun. You, uh, I, I've been anxiously awaiting the photos um, <laughs> that you took with the backdrop that you painted. Because <laughs> yes. after the podcast last week, yep. Because um, the the Halloween party is like the next day. Yeah. Uh, after we recorded the yeah. podcast, and so after we recorded the podcast, we you left incredibly like late or something like that. It was like ten o'clock or something like that. It when was you left, left the place. Um, and uh, and then you went. Oh, home. it was later than that. It was like eleven. Yeah, it was, I I just remember. You getting home and texting me and, and like it was ungodly late. Um, it was like midnight or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you had painted this awesome backdrop, mm-hmm. and so whenever we got to uh, got to the party uh, the next day, we were everybody was obviously dressed up or whatever. You were taking all these photos mm-hmm. and, and in front of the backdrop and everything. It was yeah. it was a good time, man. Well, thanks, dude. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, I think you won a prize. Uh, I won it. No, well, so okay. So here's the story with that, Chris. Oh. I I opted to not win that prize because I left halfway through the game and came back. Who did you give it to? And uh, the guy who got second, uh, the guy who oh, would have gotten it if nice. I hadn't come back. That's cool. Um, and so I was I like I well, didn't feel. Let me, let me shake your hand. I didn't feel yes. good about <laughs> uh, about leaving the game, like starting the game and yeah, having yeah. like a, and then I left for like all of like a couple of minutes. I see. And then I, I came see. in to like the last second. When did that happen? I, I didn't see that happen. I don't. I don't know. It just happened, Chris. Nice. Well, well I, I respect your integrity, John. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was he was gonna was it, let me it, have I think it, but his I was name like, was oh. Mike. Was it Mike? Uh, it was Mike. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, it was it was a really fun fun 
night. Nice, we had, dude. Like, we, we were roasting like hot dogs. Yeah. We had lots of like cupcakes yeah. and like sweets and stuff. It was really decorations. Good, a good time. Yeah, great decorations and and outfits. Yes. There was lots oh, of man. great costumes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was hard to pick. Like we did the uh, you did the prize for the best uh, mm-hmm. best uh, costumes, male and female. Yes, and uh, and it was hard to pick uh, on both of those. Like there were, I was always like, oh, which one? Because <laughs> there was a, a number of them. So, Who did you come as? Uh, I came as Peter Pan, mm. and Catherine came as. Peter Pan's shadow. Nice, nice. It was a, it was a very sly kind of a, an outfit. Like it was, it, we uh, there is a a site called Who's It's What's It's dot com. Uh huh. And they sell like Disney themed uh, merchandise, like ah. so T shirts that are you know, or uh, in this case, it's a beanie um, that has a uh, a feather. Yeah. On it. And well, so it took me a second because I didn't see the feather. Right. Like, and honestly, I didn't even see the feather until we turned on the lights in the house during yep. one of the games. Yep. Like, I didn't see it when I was taking pictures You didn't either. see it when we were taking pictures no. either? Okay, well, yeah. But So I was dressed in all green, so like green jeans. I bought the green jeans. Those were the green jeans I was buying whenever the Star Wars tickets. So we're, we're connecting the podcasts <laughs> That's right amazing, now. yes. Um, last week's story about the the uh, the Star Wars. Those were the jeans that I was buying ah, before the Star Wars tickets. Nice. Um, and then I was wearing a green shirt and then the green beanie. And she was wearing uh, black and then the uh, the the shadow beanie is like a, is a gr- like a gray beanie, yeah, like a dark dark charcoal gray beanie, yeah. with a uh, with a lighter gray feather. That's awesome. So it's like just kind of it's it's a uh, it's the shadow beanie. So yeah, that's cool. It was a really fun time, man. Yeah, good times. What did you go as? Oh, I was uh, I was the Joker, and <laughs> and Didi was Harley Quinn. Uh, dude, your Joker was so creepy. We came around the backyard and you were standing on the porch, just staring off. And it was just like, whoa, that's the Joker. (laughs) Yes. Definitively the Joker. I was, uh, I was trying to be purposely trying to be creepy. Well, it worked. (laughs) It very much worked. So after the party, um, is everyone leaves and it was probably like, I don't know, one 30, something like that. Uh, and it starts raining and actually it was probably about, yeah. Anyway, Dee and I start cleaning up. We were like, okay. Let's take some of this inside. It starts raining. We don't want to like get all this stuff wet. Some of it's not like you know, outdoor kind of decorations or anything. Right, right. So right. we start cleaning it up. And I get up on, we had some pipe and drape up on our deck, and I start uh, cutting it with uh, cutting some zip ties off the, uh, the pipe and drape with my knife, my pocket knife. Yep. And I go clip, 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 like coming toward my hand, clip, 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 stab right in my left hand. And like, ah! and, like pull it out and throw it down real fast. I look down and it's just like, Covered in blood, it's just bleeding like crazy. I clamp down real hard. I'm like, "Oh man, I cut myself." Ugh. And Didi's like, "Do you need stitches?" I'm like, "Yes." So okay, so what's funny about this story is I was like home or whatever, and I, I wasn't gonna like go to sleep immediately after coming back because like you gotta wind down after a party or whatever. Yeah. So like I pop on like a uh, Destiny or I popped on I don't remember what I popped on. I, yeah. tur- I turned on something, right? But my phone was dead, so I was like charging it across the room. Oh. And so then I at the end whenever I'm like okay it's time to go to bed, and I get up and I check my phone and and Dee had texted me and been like everything's fine, don't worry. But we're headed to the ER because Chris cut his finger, mm. and which implies which wasn't even my finger. Which yeah, she said your finger, but it's which implies like I was like okay, so they wouldn't be going to the ER if it was like just like a nick or something. Right. I was like, so either a the the cut is very very long, right, 
or B, it's bleeding profusely. Yes. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, so I texted her back. This was like an hour after she texted that. And I texted yeah. her back and you guys were like still waiting in the <laughs> ER or something like this. Um, and anyway, so like that, that just kind of downplayed how bad it was. But literally last night we were out <laughs> and you were telling me how bad this was. And you showed me a picture of your knife and how deep oh, yeah. the knife went. It wasn't a cut. It wasn't just like a cut or a slice. No. It was a stab. It was a stabbing. Like, your knife was in your hand about yes. two inches. It was, yeah, it was, well, it was about. I don't know, was that? It was about it's that about far. Two inches, Chris. It was two inches. Okay, it's about two inches. It was at least. It was over an inch. It was. Uh, and 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 consider that it's not like a like a brick. Uh, like it's pointy at right. the end. So it's not like. It, I feel the, like that's the like an inch. Surface. I feel like that's just like an inch. I don't know, man. I don't know. It seemed like to me it was a lot. bit I don't know. Maybe I do. Here, uh, pull up a pull up an app oh. on my phone. Is there a ruler yeah, app there that we I go. can download? Yes. I don't know. Let's let's uh, let's measure this. All right, so so as I download this yeah. uh, this app, it might take a minute. Okay, but, uh, but as I download the ruler app, I'm I'm yeah. So this, this so this in. thing was like inside my hand, it like stabbed me, and like I brought it right back out. And what was crazy was I like I went to the doctor later, and he was like, yeah, like you're incredibly lucky because it missed everything in there. No tendons, no like nerves, no bone. Like it just like missed, like grazed by everything. And uh, I mean. Yeah, it was crazy. So, but literally, I was still. We were still dressed in our Halloween costumes, John. So I, I had to walk into the hospital emergency room dressed as the Joker, dude. And it's and and Christopher Nolan somewhere uh, <laughs> loved it. Yes, loved it. The first thing, so the guy sitting there um, behind the counter when I first walked in, the first thing he says, "This isn't a joke, is it?" Like no, it's not a joke. Did you start <laughs> laughing maniacally myself. because yeah. that would have been really? I, funny. I know that would have been wild. Oh no, I was like, gosh. no, I cut myself. <laughs> oh, and uh, I don't know. There, there were lots of jokes made afterwards by all of our friends. Oh yeah, you know, things like you like, know, did you blow up the hospital after? You blow up the hospital? Uh, did you try to make a pencil disappear? Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's that's, that's you know, one of the classic. All ones. all the the traditional ribbing you know that goes along. I mean, I didn't lose my hand or fingers, so that was good. But. Oh. uh so this is in centimeters. Oh, there's inches. Okay, where's your where is your knife? It is right. right here. So we're measuring this so right now. So here's how you you're this supposed is, to do this it. is great audio right now. Yeah, this is uh this is wonderful <laughs> award content. Award winning radio. All right, so it was in that deep. So we're gonna like move this to where it's all the way over to the edge, right? And so then I'm gonna just drag this out to where the. Hang on, give me a second. You okay. you talk, and I'm gonna I'll figure vamp. out how how deep right. this went in. So yeah. Anyway, that was my uh, that was my experience. I, I got two stitches. I've got stitches in my hand right now. It still kind of like hurts, like inside. Like the stitches, everything's kind of healed up right now, but it hurts inside. And so that was my uh, my Halloween story. Stay safe out there, kids. Don't use knives. They will cut you, <laughs> like they were designed to do. What was crazy was probably a good like I don't know thirty seconds before this happened. In the back of my mind, I was like, I should. I, I should probably have Didi go get the scissors, but I was like, no, I'm almost done. Like this is working fine, <laughs> and be, uh, whereas the issue wasn't if it was going to work or not. The issue was if I was going to cut myself or not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the ruler app that I've downloaded it kind of sucks. Okay, don't download. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys. Oh, it just forced like it crashed. We're gonna disparage an Photo app right now. Ruler is not an app that you should download. <laughs> Do not download Photo Ruler. I'm just going to... Ruler free. This is uh, this sounds like a legit one, but it's only got like two and a half stars. Hang on. I've got an eye ruler. This has only got two and a half stars. You've got an eye ruler? Okay. So so you measured this thing with your eye ruler. 
Because it was telling me 18 inches, and I know that's not right. Oh, no, not 18 inches is not right, no. And I'm not sure how that app worked. I think you were supposed to like take a picture and then move your phone, and it, it would tell you how far it was. An inch and a half. Yep. Chris, that is ridiculous. So literally, we were both right, because it was right in it the middle. Right in between. However, yeah. if you go by Price is Right rules, you were correct. <laughs> you close, win. Close without going over. <laughs> yeah, you, you win. <laughs> One dollar, Bob. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. The confetti comes down, you know. I miss watching The Price is Right. Dude, I, I The Price is Right, I, that was a show that I loved to watch like for so long, for yeah, years. Yeah. I watched that show. Yeah. Friday mornings. Yeah. Always. Always. I mean, Friday mornings. during the summer, I feel like we would watch it almost every day. That's right. During the summer. I yeah. During the summer. Because like we would be eating breakfast and it's The Price is Right is on. Uh-huh. So you just, you know, you watch. It came on at nine. The showcase. I mean, I feel like... Uh, the like, showcase showdown? Yeah, I feel like like 10-year-old me or 13-year-old me was really good at naming the price of things. Like, <laughs> yes. I knew what things cost back then. <laughs> I mean, it's educational. It is educational. <laughs> like, oh, that's how much a box of Tide costs. Yeah, you know, oh, gosh, I thought it was a few cents less than that. <laughs> I thought this multi, uh, multi-day vacation would uh, cost more. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's training yourself to become, you know, a, a travel agent yeah. or a, uh, you know, just to be a smart shopper. Yeah, just yeah, just an just, informed shopper. Yeah, because like you get there to your grocery store, and you're like, oh, the tide here is fourteen cents less than it is in average other places. That's the, that's the, yeah, that was the other thing too. Like it was always like, okay, this is the national average or whatever of yeah. these things. It's like that. Sometimes they were just way off from oh, local, yeah. local prices. Oh, of course, like I mean, and and especially like if it's something that your local place has to get from like elsewhere, it's going to be so much more expensive right, in your right, local right. place than if uh, <laughs> than if you're in like you know it's locally sourced or whatever. So so back to um, stay on target. Target uh, oh, things. Man, yeah. Um, I've been I've been reading Star Wars comics a lot recently. Yes. Um, and kind of catching up on some that I uh, I didn't read. So I came into possibly first my first inconsistency that I found between the comics what? and the movies. What? All right. Lay so, it on me, Chris. In the mainline Star Wars comic, after it's set bet- uh, after the events of A New Hope. Okay. Darth Vader sends Boba Fett after Boba Luke's- Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett after Luke Skywalker. He doesn't know. Okay, so he sends him after the 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 pilot who took down the Death Star. That's what okay. he wants to figure out who he is. And he wants to capture him. Okay. Uh, because remember, he says the Force is strong with this one, and so he's intrigued. He doesn't know what's what's really going on. So Boba Fett finds out his name, goes after him, tries to kill him. Um, Luke tries gets, to kill Luke. Yeah, Luke gets away. Okay. Um, and Boba Fett goes back to Darth Vader and says. Sorry, I couldn't catch him. Um, I forget what like the exact dialogue is. The force was I, strong with I, that one. I, I, no, I wondered why Darth Vader didn't immediately kill Boba Fett because he would. I feel like because he failed him, he kills a lot of other people. But then, all right, okay. Then he says his name is Skywalker, and he leaves the room. Darth Vader clinches his fist. And then the force uses the force. He's so angry, it cracks the entire uh, window right in front of him on the side of this. Wait, 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 wait. So uh-huh. it cracks the window on a space station? Yes, on wouldn't, a spaceship. Wouldn't it, that have compromised uh, the know. integrity of the spaceship? It probably, it probably would have cracked. I mean, it just cracked. It wasn't It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't shattered. It wasn't, wasn't shattered, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so where's the inconsistency here, Chris? Well, if you remember in Empire Strikes Back. This is true. Uh, Darth Vader goes and talks. He gets a 
has a conversation with the emperor, a holographic version of the emperor. Yep. Where he tells him that there's been a disturbance in the force. Yep. Darth Vader says, I felt it. He says, it's the young rebel pilot who took down the Death Star. He is the son of Anakin Skywalker. And Vader says, how can this be? And he says, Ah, search your feelings. You You know know it it to be be true. true. So, okay. So I'm going to jump through a couple hoops here, Chris. Okay. To make this work. To make this... To make it working with canon. Yeah, to take... Because the, the, the Vader the, seems very surprised, and it, it's not like he had brothers and sisters. This is true. He was also an only child and had no father. This is true. Remember? This is true. Um, so I'm going to jump through a couple hoops, right? Okay. And uh, and it's gonna it's gonna take where everything came unhinged, and <clears> we're gonna hook back up the tracks. Like think of think of this as like a train track or or a a, a, a mine cart, if All you right. will. You're you're trundling down mine cart. Yeah, you're out of control, you're trundling up and you see a gap in the tracks, All right? right? Yeah. I'm about to fill in that gap for you. Okay. Fill my gaps. <laughs> and you might actually have to ramp and like and you know a few feet to okay. make the jump. But right. I'm gonna lay it out here. So he sends Boba Fett yeah. to find out who this is. Uh-huh. Boba Fett comes back failed, right? Uh-huh. He has failed to to really kill this guy or to, to eliminate uh-huh. him from the equation. But he says his name is Skywalker. And if the Force was strong with the person who this was, mm-hmm. um, Anakin, Darth Vader, mm-hmm. would maybe think that it's just another rebel like Kanan or like Ezra or whoever who's just popped up and is using the Skywalker name because they remember that the you know there was a, a Anakin Skywalker back in the day and you know he's he's basically spitting in the face of of uh, Anakin or whatever and so why like, would he react so to, then oh, if he so reacts that he way with angry. the emperor he's like you know he he basically denies it he's like no it's not true you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, it's not my son or it's not Anakin Skywalker's son. And he says, search your feelings. You know it to be true. So he searches his feelings and he finds out that it actually is true. And he's like, he concocts the plan to bring him over to the dark side. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, did that, did that help to, uh, there is still small I mean, jumps. So, so, yeah. I mean, that's, there's that's, a little bit of a jump. That's, that's a leap. You know, like we haven't really previously established in this series that, um, People would take the names of Jedi and, you know, to True. to uh, disguise themselves. True. That seems pretty risky in the first place. Or maybe it's that... Uh, that in fact, I would think that after, after Order uh, 86... Or 66. 66, they would try not to. But Skywalker wasn't one that they, uh, they eliminated with Order 66. No one knew that, though. I mean, no, but... <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's... I don't know. You know. It's plausible. It's plausible. It's it plausible. plausible. Uh, that is an interesting hole, though. I, 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 I see where the disconnect is. But I also see, like, this could be just, like, he reacts and he's like, no, it's not true. It's right. not... No, his name isn't it's, Skywalker. It's just gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see, like, kind of where they take it. You know, like, if they even reference that, that again, but... Well, plus, like, didn't he have a... Uh, he had... He had a, it's like his brother, uh, his stepbrother, Owen Lars. Yes, yes. Owen Lars. Yes. So, uh, Owen Lars, it, it was the son of Anakin's mother. Um, yes. Because his father was Klee Lars, who was married to um, uh, Anakin Skywalker's mother. Okay, so she had him after... Let me, let me do some looking after, up here. After she, had, after she had Anakin, she then had Owen, 
with her second husband. Okay, so before the sandwich, I just looked her. up Owen Lars, and this is uh, this is Star Wars Wikia.com or whatever. So right. it says Owen Lars was the son of moisture farmer Klieg Lars okay. and the stepbrother of okay. Anakin Skywalker. But whose mom was who was uh, his mother? Let me see. Was it Klieg's son before he married whatever Anakin's mom was? Okay, so let me see. Klieg Lars. I've got to figure this out here because it's giving me the biography of Owen now. Well, I, well, that's what I want. I want to know who Owen's ma- mother was. Oh, okay. So uh, Owen was born, blah, blah, blah. His home uh, of his birth mother uh, let me see, Akia Lars. So okay. it wasn't Shimi Skywalker or whatever. Okay. Uh, Shmi Skywalker. Yeah. So it's uh his father. So 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 okay. Yes. So what was what was Owen's father's name? Owen's father's name was Klieg. Klieg. Okay, so Klieg had Owen. Yep. And Shimi Shimi had uh, Anakin. Yes. And they both got married. So then that yes. made them step brothers. Yes. Okay. We're on it now, Chris. All right. We're so that makes, filling out the Star Skywalker so, family tree. So that makes Uncle Owen um, Luke's step uncle. Yes. And so the idea of there being other Skywalkers, you're right, is really far-fetched okay. like, if they're not related to Anakin in some Here's way. Here's a question right now. Yeah. This is, this is just getting crazy into just Star Wars lore. Okay. Hit me. <laughs> Doesn't someone reference in the original trilogy, so okay. like probably four. Okay. Something that like Uncle Owen knew Luke's father, like knew Anakin somehow. Mm. Um. Well, they told him stories about Anakin that he died in the war. Yeah, they said that, but then, you know, like he... They, yeah. Did they compare the compare them compare him to? Oh man, I think so. I oh, think you're right. I'm gonna right. have to go back and look. I think you're right. We I, I need we need to just rewatch these movies, <laughs> Chris. Um, but I think so. I think you're right. Um, that they they were talking about you know, but that may have been just in uh, that may have been in relation to uh, the fact that he went off to war and and died or whatever. Yeah. Like they were talking okay. about. Oh, do you don't want to go off and join the rebellion? Yeah. You know, or whatever, or you don't want to go off and go on adventures. You well, want to stay here and live. They talk. Know? They reference the Clone Wars. I think, don't they? Uh yeah, I think so. I mean, at some point in the original trilogy, yes, they do, because that's where everyone kind of, the, the books kind of came from after that. And right, stuff. right, so right. It was, uh, I think it was whenever, um, oh, uh, Ben, Ben Kenobi was talking to Anakin, for, or not Anakin, Scott Luke for the first time, and he said something about, I served with you, or I was uh, with your yes. father in the Clone Wars, and you know, that's that right. sort of thing. So, that's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. So... Still haven't figured out that mystery. Yeah, I mean, so like, well, the, maybe, there is, maybe there is he that thought little... that like, yeah, I mean, who knows? He, he, I guess, it's, it's plausible he didn't know, realize that if you say Skywalker, it would be his son. He just knows it's a Skywalker, and it that used to be his name, and maybe yeah. a relative, and or excuse me, or potentially he was in um, denial after hearing it from Boba Fett, and just thought Boba Fett might have been lying or something like yeah. that. And, okay, yeah, okay, and true. then you know had made up some crazy story and that whole thing. So. Which again, why would he not just instantly kill Boba Fett? Yeah, but I don't know. I that's that's uh, the Boba Fett relationship to the Empire is something that I mm. I would like to see more investigated because like, maybe they like encountered each other more like in the uh, before Episode Four. Um, I mean, I think it's interesting how both uh, well mainly the Empire, but uh, both the Empire and the Rebels would would hire bounty hunters from time to time. You right. Know? Right. Just to because they're basically mercenaries, they'll do whatever you pay them to do, and so you pay them to do what you want. 
Right, and like, and the rebellion, and, if you if you know if you know rebels is true, was born out of uh, bounty hunters. Right, I mean, and and, and they were just uh, you know basically resistant to the empire. Uh, those bounty hunters. You There's know? a a really cool Easter egg. This is kind of turning into a Star Wars cast. There's a really cool Easter egg in um, the new book Aftermath that I'm reading. I don't know if I if I referenced this yet on the podcast, but uh, it's it's referenced that I think it's either man. I have to go back and look. Um, it's either they're talking about Wedge or there's a new character in uh, in Aftermath who flew a Y wing on the attack on the uh, second Death Star. And it was it was referenced that either Wedge or her was recruited by Fulcrum. Dude, so that's uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, that's so cool. And so like, it's really cool to see. Like, I kind of honestly, like, I'd, I'd love to see um, like an older version of Ahsoka, or like them reference Ahsoka somehow in like the newer movies. Just yeah. Because like they're they're out they're absent from the movies for right. obvious reasons. Like the character hadn't been created yet. Right. But I like the fact that they're kind of like including that kind of information in the aftermath. Yeah. And uh I, I'd love to see that explored a little bit in the actual movies. Well and in the movies, like in the original trilogy, largely, aside from uh, a, a specific number of like species or what there are a lot of like species of uh of alien and of 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 beings that are just kind of left out um and i do believe like that that is kind of one of the uh the species that's just kind of left out of it and and once we got into the um prequels it kind of opened up a lot of possibilities of like oh well what kind of aliens are we going to have uh involved with this thing and so but in the original trilogy you were kind of limited to you know special effects and things like that so it would be interesting to open that up and see you know what what these basically alien races that were created for the prequels or, or created um, around the time of the prequels, what were they doing around this time of, of the, uh, the empire being taken down by yeah. the rebels? Um, were they fighting elsewhere? Yeah. Was there, I mean, there's gotta be other fights that were going on in right. other parts of the galaxy. Um, and then what, you know, what happens after that to them? You know, do they rejoin to the main group of rebels and like that whole thing? But yeah, the, I just looked it up. So it, it is wedge who was recruited by, by fulcrums who is Ahsoka to awesome. join the rebel Alliance. So I'm wondering if maybe in, uh, in one of the seasons of rebels, like maybe a future season uh, that'd be cool. that wedge pops up and, uh, and he's, you know, helping yeah. them out and stuff. That'd be really cool. That would be super cool. Um, okay. So Chris, what have you been up, this, up to this week? I've been playing uh, a lot of destiny. There's been a couple special events. We will actually talk about a little bit later yeah. in the podcast. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been playing destiny, catching up on some stuff that I've been missing out with on that. Been rocking through my, um, as as you know, my Halloween thing, the uh, the uh, Luigi's Mansion, mm. Dark Moon on my 3DS, mm. and also we talked about your pick of the week a, a couple weeks ago was Lifeline, yes. right? And uh, I finished that, but uh, I downloaded Lifeline two actually. Um, oh, is that good? Like, I was like, oh, it actually is. It's it's not at all what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like elves and like um, that type of a fantasy. Yeah, but it's actually more like a uh, a teen witch uh, kind of spooky kind of story. Oh, really? It's like um, a Halloween story. It's really kind of cool. Like I, I, I I'm only associating it with Halloween because I'm playing it around Halloween. Ah. but it's uh it's you're uh, basically you know rather and talking to an astronaut on another planet you're yeah. talking to a magic user here on uh here on earth and she's trying you know to to basically confront this 
evil or whatever and collect these uh, these things um, that would help her along her journey. So I haven't I haven't finished it or anything yet, um, but uh, I'm in the middle of that story. It's actually it's just really pretty fun. I, uh, I I failed for the first time today. And uh, got the main character killed. So oh no, that's always the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's always the worst. Because then you're like, man, well, well, where did I go wrong? You know, and it was I, there was a lot of things that I actually didn't didn't know were there. Like I I didn't realize that uh, I rather than going around and kind of finding various items that would help prepare you for a certain moment. I, uh, I actually accidentally went straight to the moment. And so <laughs> there was, there was key, key things that I hadn't done, um, that I should have done. So now that I've, I've gone back, I'm, so I'm on the right track would now, you, Would you recommend it? I would recommend it. it, you, it got, you actually got a better ending on Lifeline than I did. Yeah. I mean, I, if you liked the original Lifeline, uh, give this a try. It's, it's the interface is a little bit weird and it, it takes a lot longer to get into it. Like the pacing of the story is a little bit different. Um, and it feels at first you feel like, man, why is this why are we why is this even a thing like why are we even talking like why are me and this person really even talking why wouldn't you just hang up immediately basically um but it once you get into like once you kind of accept that it's it's a thing yeah you totally kind of get into it and i i uh i really would recommend it it's good that's awesome i want to uh to point out to those of you who listen to our arrow on target or flash on target podcasts that there will be no arrow on target or flash on target podcast <gasps> this week yeah we, uh, it's been crazy, obviously with the stabbing and all, I haven't been able to watch TV. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you have a better excuse than I do. Uh, my <laughs> excuse is that it's, I've just been super busy as you, as you've heard, I've, uh, I basically been doing mobile games, um, and then yeah. catching up on some destiny over the weekend. I've been uh, doing before, nothing. Honestly, before the, the week hit and the uh, shows aired on Tuesday and Wednesday. I'll so. tell you right now, I haven't played any kind of video game. Okay. I I played, I played some of my Vita. Um, was it last week that I went to, uh, Phoenix? Yes, or, uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So two weeks ago was my Vita. Th- three weeks ago was the last time I played an Xbox game. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, you know, I... I it was, uh, the, it was the, uh, the Battlefront beta. Yeah, I haven't played with you for, for a really long time. I didn't even play with you that weekend because I wasn't on the same time as you. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a minute since you've done it. But this week, like, at, once Monday hit, it's been a rapid fire kind of a uh, work week and stuff. So definitely... Uh, Looking forward to catching up on Arrow and Flash. I, I heard that some epic things have happened, but uh, but yeah, I haven't haven't done that yet, man. Yeah, so stay tuned. Next week we'll catch up. It'll be extra special because yeah. it'll be even more information. Um, the main topic of the podcast, though, we're going to talk about Halloween, and we're going to talk about uh, Halloween in games and media and, and things like that. So how they've handled it. But first. All right, John, we have some quick news. Quick news. Yep. First of all, the uh, the release date for the new Civil War trailer. Oh, not Okay, not Civil War like the actual Civil War. Captain America Civil War. The trailer will debut in front of Star Wars The Force Awakens. It was rumored earlier in the uh, in the week um, to, uh, to be in front of Spectre, which doesn't make any sense, seeing as it's a Sony movie and yeah. you know, Disney doesn't have anything to do with it. I want to say the rumor person behind that one, dead wrong. <laughs> Uh, but it's going to uh, debut in front of The Force Awakens. Yeah, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's awesome. I I'm, see- I'm super excited. Yes, I am too. Also, uh, some video game news. Mirror's Edge Catalyst has been delayed from February to May 24th. 
that is disappointing to me because I was really excited to play that game, but it also came out the same day as something else too. I like, and so like moving it just makes market sense. It wasn't something else that I was going to buy. Um, but it was something else. Like it was, it was competing with something else in that same day. What's crazy is, um, like anymore, the video game release schedule is year round rather than, uh, contained to just, the holidays. Right. Um, and honestly, like there are specific times though. It seems like, okay, holidays, then like February, it seems like there's another group of games that come out and then April, um, May, March or May, another group of games. Then June, there's usually some summer games that come out. September is a big hot time now. It's just like every, you know, every, every, at least every two months, there's like a, a big either triple a, um, first party game or triple a, Third party game coming out, yeah, which is uh, pretty wild. But this is moving to May twenty fourth. Actually, gives me more time to uh, to finish the games I'm going to play over Christmas and from Christmas and from this holiday season. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, the uh, there's an exclusive pop figurine nice. from the uh, the Star Wars Smugglers box, dude. I'm so excited for this. That has, has been has been uh, revealed. It's going to be a chrome plated. Captain Phasma, dude. So the story uh, of how we we saw this was you were I was, you were saying, oh, I'm so excited for the box, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't actually bought mine yet. And so we looked it up to like find out when I needed to buy it. It's 13 days from today. So if you're listening to this like day of like Friday, yep, you've got 12 days. Yep. Um. Anyway, so. We look up and they've announced like the first exclusive figure. There's gonna be two pop figures in the first one, and uh, like you said, it's it's an amazing looking Chrome Captain Phasma. Holy I'll put a link cow. at SamTargetPodcast.com. So cool, dude. Um and uh, and yeah, so then I'm gonna have to sign up for that, and yeah. it's 25 bucks uh, for like 50 bucks worth of value, but all of the boxes tell you that. Right. But uh, but yeah, it's like 25 bucks for a couple pop figurines. That's not a bad deal. No, I mean you'll pay like well, 10 with, bucks a piece, 11 bucks a piece. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. Like you'll end up paying that much, you know, and plus you get a t-shirt and you get like some other cool stuff. Yeah. There's apparel items. There's, uh, there's accessories. I'll tell you another thing I'm excited for is the Marvel box for, what is it? For December? January. Is it for January. January? Okay. Yeah. So basically they're going to alternate. Like, oh, yeah. so one month you'll get Marvel, one month you'll get Star Wars. Yeah. I see what's happening. So January, the January box for the Marvel pop figurines is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah, like, dude, it, they I, did, that didn't exist uh, whenever the Mar or Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yep. So like this is basically like, oh, if this had existed whenever Guardians came out, this is what would be in this box, and that's that man, that is that's exciting. Right, exciting. and it's like you're capitalizing on people who have not only seen the movie in theaters and were excited about it then, but you're also capitalizing on the people who are fans like of uh, afterwards, like whenever it came out on Blu-ray and stuff, like people who watched it since then. Um, that movie was huge, unexpectedly huge, and not a lot of people knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy really were before that movie i mean they were pretty uh pretty um unknown team if you will of comics and so i mean now capitalizing on it after the fact seems like just a smart decision smart business decision dude i'm uh i'm super pumped about about that box i don't know if i'll actually pick up that box but i'm excited to see what's in it oh yeah yeah some other news chris some news i have brought to the table there is uh, there is has been some rumors and like some uh, an article from the Wall Street Journal about Oh, oh wait, the, wait, wait. Hang oh, on. Oh, I have one smaller oh, thing before okay. I went. Go for so it. So we'll end with that news. Okay, we'll end with that All news. Right, Cuz it'll it'll be kind of a discussion. I like it. All right. So another thing I'm going to post on the uh the standardtargetpodcast.com four new 
images of the Suicide Squad have been released. They're yeah, on yeah. four alternate covers of that. Empire Magazine, and it, it is uh, the Joker, Harley Quinn, who we've seen before, but yeah. now there are up close and detailed photos of Deadshot. Yeah, and um, Empress. Uh, you Enchantress. Mean Enchantress. That's the yes, one. not Empress. Yeah, the Enchantress. Enchantress. Which is like I like the the look of all these characters. Like all the characters look slightly different than they have ever looked in the comics oh, or yeah. anything. Like they're really taking these uh, these specific characters to a, another kind of like level. Yeah, uh, where they're taking it and they're they're you know looking at the art and they're saying oh. What do we want this to be? What do we want the movie version of these to be? Yeah. Um, rather look, than just like visually, they look really cool. They really do. Um, Deadshot, surprisingly, like I was like, man, he looks awesome. Like yeah. he looks grizzled and you yeah. know, or like he's just awesome looking. Um, Even Enchantress looks like completely different from her co- uh, comic book counterpart, but yeah. it looks crazy awesome. Pretty horrifying too. Like I mean, yeah. it's, it's scary. You know, she's yeah. like frightening uh, and very uh, like whenever you see the like her especially like the the way they've done her face like her eye makeup and stuff yeah. like that. it's just like you look at it and you're like man that is intense um so yeah dude i uh, i'm i'm looking forward more and more to that movie i'm still very skeptical about the 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 way that they're handling the dc universe but that mm. movie has me more excited than uh than i've been so yeah i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to well, how I mean, it works out we'll see <laughs> i mean it's, it's going whether we like it or not oh it's happening it's happening. Uh, other so another piece of news. I think uh, next week we'll we should uh, maybe possibly uh, do review this. But the uh, premiere episode of Supergirl. Yeah, it got the most viewers for an, a first episode of any superhero show ever. That's awesome. It was like twelve million viewers or something. As like that. well, it should. The closest was like I think eight was Gotham. Um, uh, its debut episode. Yeah. The highest, now overall, a comic book property on television, Walking Dead holds that at 17 million viewers. But that's its, not a superhero peak. property. It's not a superhero property, but yeah. it's a comic book property, I guess. Correct. Um, and also the, the premiere of that didn't even hit this either. So a right. lot, of, lot of interest in Supergirl. Dude, so awesome. Something I found out that super intrigues me. I guess this is a minor, minor spoiler in terms of the actors. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dean Cain is in this. As well as the uh, the the actress who played um, Supergirl in the movies, dude, they are her, uh, Kara's parent. Oh wait, it's not Kara. What is her first? Her her name, um, man. What is her name in the show? In the show, yeah. Mm, I'm gonna look it anyway, up real quick. They're her parents, Supergirl's parents, which is amazing. So Dean Cain, as you know, was Superman in the Adventures of Super- uh, Lois and Clark, The Adventures yeah, of dude. Superman. That's awesome. Which is one of my favorite Superman uh, shows. It's a great show. And uh, I remember watching that as a kid, and like that's that's that it was Kara. It is Kara. For yeah. some reason, I thought that. that... Yeah, it's Kara. Kara Danvers. Okay, Kara Danvers. Okay, all right, that's okay. fine. Yeah, they're her parents. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so, excited about that. Super cool. Dean Cain's uh, put on some weight. He no longer really looks like Superman. Well, but that's okay because he doesn't have to. He he looks that's like true. Supergirl's father. That's you know? true. He he's have to he's look playing like the roles, man. Yeah, I like it. Um. So, uh, but yeah, dude, I, that, that show intrigues me and like, I haven't watched it yet. Have you watched it yet? No. I, I've been sitting on it. I've been like, oh man, I'm not well, really what's terrible time, is I, I had that like, that version, that this bootleg copy. We could have watched it months ago. Could have watched it months ago and I just haven't. But the thing is like, I don't know if that's the final version. I don't know. Like I was, I was always very like kind of skeptical of that. I'm always very skeptical <laughs> of those, Chris. Skeptical. All right, so what's our last piece so, of news? Last piece of news. Let me make sure I pull it up here so I, I get the quote correct. Okay. Uh, Wall Street Journal. 
All right. They released some info about what they, them. what they know about the next Nintendo console. We talked a while back about the next Nintendo console. Um, it was kind of a topical podcast. Yes. And uh, we talked about what it could possibly be. We'll and embed that at SantaRocketPodcast.com. Absolutely. So this is an update to that, basically. This is, uh, this is he says, uh, let me see, a report in today's Wall Street Journal says, the exact shape of the NX hardware isn't yet clear. People familiar with the development plans said Nintendo would likely include both a console and at least one mobile unit that could either be used in conjunction with the console or taken on the road for separate use. They also said Nintendo would aim to put industry, quote, industry leading chips in the NX devices after criticism that the Wii U's capabilities don't match those of competitors. What, what does that mean? Um, oh, you mean power-wise. Like, oh, I th- like CPU. processors and stuff. I thought you meant like wireless. What does that mean? No, no, no. no. Um, and that's, you know, the, the quote, industry-leading chips is like, you know, that's a very vague thing. It's like you can, depending on how you want to gauge industry-leading chips, yeah. it's like, Well, I mean, you know. uh, well, okay, what's interesting about that exactly is um, they could honestly have the most powerful box on the market. That's it's true. You know, they're coming out too... Okay, say they release next holiday season. You know, if we we suspect we were talking earlier, like we suspect that we'll see something at this year's E3, and they'll probably uh, sell this thing this this next Christmas, so a year from Correct. now. Correct. Yes, uh, the, the, the speculation many, is twenty sixteen. That'll be how many years after uh, Xbox and PlayStation? Mm, like three years. It'll be three. Yeah, I mean, okay. at that point, it's either three or four. Two, three. When, yeah, that'll be three. Yes. Okay, so that'll be three years, and and hardware will have gotten better, and if they choose quote industry leading chips right they could have the most powerful box on the market which would a um, make it very appealing um, to people who that matters like um, and third-party developers yeah and third-party that's that was my other point you know like it okay so I guess I wasn't clear it will matter to consumers whenever yes. they're saying what is the best box out there correct what's the most powerful I think that's that's the thing that Sony has over the Xbox or did right off the gate they're like right we have the better box and it's like okay cool so now Nintendo will have the better box makes it appealing to consumers and to third-party developers yeah and so the interesting thing about like how they're talking about this device I mean it, originally whenever uh, whenever it was announced they talked about it being a completely new concept and everyone you know jumped on board and was like oh are they finally going to make the home console that you can take on the go as well and finally, so, no one's been asking for well, that. Well, I mean, I, I've always thought that, hey, you know, it'd be really fun to have like your console that you can just like play at home. It's the same experience as you go, you know, where they're not necessarily mm-hmm. two separate infrastructures, but you know that. I just don't so, know how you do something like that. You know, like yeah. you know, graphics that you render for your box at home are incredibly different from graphics on a handheld for sure regardless like, of what sony said about the vita and this specifically this like it doesn't really clear up whether or not this is that uh it talks about it being two integrated kind of at least two integrated devices but it doesn't ever talk about whether or not they will be se- sold separately or whether they will come together like is this is this the one machine that you'll take to go and it'll be at home or yeah. are these kind of two separate things that work together yeah. really well but also work separately if you bought them separately you right. know and so like that's the that's the big question in my mind is like is this truly one device or if is this not because if you're talking to this is like one device where it's it can go it's got industry leading chips it can be on your TV it sounds like we're talking about an expensive piece of hardware right um, and which in Nintendo is not really known for putting out super expensive pieces of hardware like I that's, mean, that's how they got the Wii uh, sales like that was a super <laughs> underpowered machine and it was only like a couple hundred bucks, and so people just piled on board. Yeah, but you, you think know? about the Wii U. The Wii U still sitting at 
like three fifty, I think. True. And I mean, it's it's expensive. It's it's the same yeah. price as an Xbox One or PlayStation Four, unless yeah. it's it's underpowered. You know, yeah. so yeah, maybe they're not known for extremely expensive, but yeah, it's kind of expensive. Yeah, and they usually don't drop prices a ton either. Like once they set a price, it's like usually that price for a while. Um, and even like you know, I, I, thinking about the release of the uh, the 3DS, the 3DS was a little bit overpriced whenever it originally came out as well. They dropped the price on that pretty quickly, and that's true. And gave a lot of their uh, the the people who were early adopters to that credit for free games in the uh, the virtual console. Right. So I mean, you know, there, there's there is precedent for that. So. The new Nintendo president. So the uh, the previous president, there was a, there was a shakeup as far as that goes. The uh, the uh, president of Nintendo um, passed away unexpectedly over the end of the summer, um, and so the the person who stepped in was notorious back whenever they were launching the Wii U for being against some of the things that the Wii U was, like the name of the Wii U. He he was quoted as saying it was confusing, and it was confusing to consumers and things. Um, and you know he he was not necessarily on board with that idea so he's kind of in power now the, obviously these uh these plans for the nx were set in motion long before he came on board but it would make sense um to kind of shy away from maybe calling it the wii whenever it, uh, like finally comes out or calling it a, a, an update to the wii a wii 2 or something like that um so i don't know i mean there's lots of things that you can speculate about this uh they also launched their first uh, or announced their first mobile app for your cell phone and it's a uh it's it's a kind of a weird concept of um interaction uh, community basically it ties into their new uh, nintendo infrastructure where you have a friends list and you you know talk about like oh what games are you playing uh-huh. you can see this stuff so it, like it ties into network. yeah exactly it's it's basically going to tie together your devices not, and be able to tell you hey what games are you playing what what's your friends list you know that sort of thing i kind of wish you know like um, if if it's more if that's more socially oriented I kind of wish that that's how the Xbox app worked at times you yeah. know where it's, it, it is difficult to try to figure out okay how do i send this t- game clip to my friends or like you know where do i go to see what they're up to you know there's no like home page or something like that where there is uh just uh everything um kind of all in front of you what everyone's doing i'd love to have that in the app like oh you know without getting off the couch i, I want to check and see you know who's online playing destiny right now and easily do that and like yeah. while you can kind of like it's just kind of a jumbled mess right um it's actually easier to see that on the playstation app yeah Definitely. I mean, you, you see who's online. It's all all there, and, and the people that you've uh, you've said, "Hey, I want to see these people first. Like, yeah. Those people will come up first. I mean, it is. Um, so, do they, like, do you have a a single user ID across all your Nintendo devices now? So, whenever they bought DNA, uh, remember back, they bought a mobile developer basically to yeah. to help them with these mobile games. That was one of the things that they were unifying. They were unifying uh, their IDs across everything. They so were trying to trying no to basically to get that. Have to share a friend code with someone to find them. So you do still currently on the current hardware. Oh, so, um, this, so this is only going to affect future hardware. It, I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know how they're going to do that. They're basically right now they're kind of talking out of you know kind of both sides of their mouth. They're saying, oh, the NX is is the thing you know we're going towards this the new mm-hmm. console but we're not going to forget about the 3ds and we're not going to forget about the current stuff that we have yeah. i mean and i really think that they are i really think that they're you know if it's a success then they're going to move towards that but if it's not a success or if, if it's if it comes out to lackluster numbers they are going to fall back to their install base that they have like the total install base so 
I don't know. I mean, it could just be relating to that, but supposedly it's going to unify everything. This also replaces what their loyalty program, their customer loyalty program was before. They used to have this thing where if you would buy a game, you would enter the code for the game online and you'd get uh, coins. So you could potentially buy digital games. You could potentially buy these things, but you'd have to like take a survey for it. Um, this is this app is also going to, basically the time you spend playing your Nintendo games, it's going to reward you for that in some way. Um, it's going to be their same, like their new customer loyalty program. Mm. Um, so this is kind of an all-inclusive thing. This is kind of what I had kind of hoped for whenever they were partnering with DNA, that DNA would be able to help them with their online infrastructure and would be able to help them with their user ID infrastructure. So yeah. If we're moving more towards that realm. I'm 100% happy with this. Um, they haven't uh, announced when they're uh, they're rolling out any other mobile apps, um, but this one's going to be a, a free like these are free mobile apps that we're talking about so far that they've announced. Um, they haven't app- announced any of their for pay apps yet um, per se. So we'll see. We'll see how it all works out in the end with this. I suspect they said that they they don't want to release official details about the NX console until next year. I suspect we'll see it around E3, um, whether at a digital event or what maybe. It, Maybe they'll rent out a big theater and they'll have a big official announcement for the console, which would be sweet. Um, but we'll definitely hear something about it sometime next year. I, I suspect E3. But I, I mean, the rumor is it's supposed to go on sale mm-hmm. at the end of the year next year. So this is the thing, like, because people know, have development kits. That's the other part of this is they've sent oh, out yeah. development kits for it to developers um, with these quote industry leading ships. So maybe they're getting excitement about this thing. Maybe people are saying, oh, how do we port this game over to that? Are the games we have in development um, something that would potentially come out next year um, from a third party, like the next Assassin's Creed or whatever? Maybe they say. Oh well, there's this new console here. I'm gonna let's just port it over to that, and it's gonna be more powerful. Mm-hmm. That whole thing. So yeah, that'd be wild. I mean, it would be it would be wild to live in a world where Nintendo has the most powerful box on the market. I mean, it's the last time that they went for raw power in a console was the GameCube. Um, and the GameCube at the Which time didn't do well. It didn't do well at all. Um, but at the time, the GameCube was probably the the most powerful console on the market. Um, until later in the life, whenever somebody, you know, they kind of released that one in the middle too. So this kind of puts them, you know, in uh, an interesting position. And I don't know that we've historically seen anything um, in the gaming industry being as young as it is that has re- like released in the middle of a window, you know, has a more powerful console released in the middle of a console cycle. Basically a lot of times the consoles will release within a year of each other. Um, and so it's kind of like the, everybody's kind of on the same page and in the same realm graphically and processing wise. But you know, I I don't know that we've ever had a precedent where something has come out like this, where it's like all of a sudden, there's something that's that's uh, you know either better, and then it, once the Xbox releases the next Xbox and the PlayStation releases the PlayStation Five, you know, what does that do to the the Nintendo uh, console at that point? When uh, when does the next Zelda game come out? It's supposed to come out next year. Yeah, well, I don't know. So when next year? Uh, they haven't announced a date. Oh gosh. Uh huh. All right. Well, never mind then. Yeah, I, I suspect it'll be uh, later in the year. The uh, I'm real like I would love to get a Wii U right now just because it's like. There are so many games I want to play, and you know they have Smash on it now, which I love, yep. and then they have uh, Mario Maker is really the one that intrigues me the most. They're, yeah. And I guess that's some news as well. Mario Maker is going to get a free content update um, in November where you can add checkpoints to your levels. Awesome. You can uh, add uh, make a box where, like, if you're a small Mario, it'll it'll push out a, 
a mushroom, or if you're a big Mario, it'll push out a sunflower, um, depending Dude. on what you are. So like that's awesome. Th- like the thing that intrigues me about that is like they're they're supporting it, which is really really cool. Yeah, and uh, pushing out updates. So that's intriguing. Yeah, it is. And and uh, Mario Maker has has gotten really good reviews. Um, and I think it's got decent legs to it as well. Like it, you know, I really think that the community will will embrace it and stuff. But what's in the box? What comes in the box that comes with a hundred levels? And I mean, it just sounds like a really good deal. You know, um, another reason to buy the console is Mario Kart Eight. That's is, true. Uh, supposedly awesome. You know, I, there was something, some stats that came out this week that said Mario Kart Eight. Uh, is in the hands of over half of the every um, Wii U. Owner. Holy cow! So like a fifty percent install base. Yeah. Like a, or a attach rate is what they yeah. call that. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That's nuts. Wow. Um, I hadn't heard that. So, yeah, is that the news, Chris? That's the news. All right, Chris. Yes. My phone is dying, John. Your phone is dying. Yeah. It's Halloween, Chris. It's it, got to die. It is. Oh. It's, 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 it's going to be a zombie. It's going to come back to life. Do you want me to find you a phone charger? Um, if I get down to like uh, 8% left, I'll okay. let you know. I'm at 5% right now. So like I thought you said 8%. 5. 1%? You're saying 8%. 1%. Yes. If I, get uh, down to, percent. if I get down to 1%. Just a single percent. Yep. There's only 1% yep. left. Okay. This week we are talking about... Halloween in video games. So this year and every year, uh, game developers tend to have a lot of fun around Halloween because it's, it's and, and Christmas as well, holidays in general. Um, but Halloween is uh, especially fun because you can do crazy things that wouldn't necessarily make sense other times of the year. Yeah. Um, for instance, we'll, we'll give an example and we'll discuss it in a second. Right now, Destiny is has a, a huge Halloween yeah. Um tie-in going on right now, but I wanted to kind of reminisce and talk about games that we've played before and this year that are doing Halloween kind of style things, and then um, games that you feel would be maybe Halloween-themed or you would want to play around Halloween and what you recommend. Um, So... I would say like just if there's just games that are themed for Halloween, like yeah. anything spooky right. is is obviously what you're right, looking right. for. Right, right. But we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Think, be, let, that, let that roll around in your brain. Okay, so what games would potentially let's, benefit? Let's give, let's give three each. Like, okay, okay. if, if mm. you're going to get, you know, say, hey, let's play these games around Halloween. Okay. What would you play? Okay. All right. Mm, okay. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm thinking, Chris. First off, oh, so, so as an example, before we jump into um, this year's games, you know, as an example, one of my favorite um, Halloween tie-ins was after the release of Gears of War three. Yeah, uh, the around, around Halloween, I think it was um, for like two weeks before Halloween. Uh, all of your multiplayer characters had pumpkin heads. Yeah. And so, like, you really couldn't change it, couldn't turn it off. You know, just your heads were all pumpkins. <laughs> and then they had a special uh, playlist that was snipers and um, boom. Are they, what are they called? Boomsticks? Uh, is, uh, is it the uh, the shotguns? Or yeah. was it the, the giant on. rocket boom launchers? Boom shots. That's what they're called. Oh, yeah. They were called boom shots and long shots. So it's basically like, no, boom shots. So the snipers were long shots. Boom shots are the, the basically large grenade launchers. Right, and, and so like there was a mode where that's all there was in the entire map. That's funny. Everyone started with, uh, with both of those guns, and you could basically just like blow the heck out of each other. That's amazing. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Like, and it went away. I'm like, man, I, that was one of my favorite modes. In that's that amazing. Game. Um, so that was my one of my favorite things that has happened in a game that I played. So this year, uh, let's just kind of go down the list. 
Um, so starting with Destiny. Yeah, yeah. So Destiny's doing this thing called the Festival of the Lost. Yeah. Let's talk about that, John. You've played so, it more than I have. It's awesome. Like, and that was the main reason why over the weekend I played a lot of uh, a lot of Destiny um, was because it's this limited time thing. It's two weeks, and uh, basically you can you can go in there and get a mask and put it on, and it's a mask of a lot of the bosses and characters from the game. Mm. So like if you uh, if you've played that game, there's a boss called Crota. Yeah. Um, and you can get a Crota paper mache mask basically and put it on um it looks awesome it looks amazing like they all look really good like and uh and so you get to keep them Uh here's the here's a catch like they're gonna go away unless they're a uh a super like rare like a legendary uh Mm -hmm. level um so everything goes away and goes back to normal at the end of the the festival if you haven't like put paper glue on it and they give you one thing of paper glue uh before like whenever they give you your first package and your first mask and stuff so you can get more paper glue i thought you can packages you can it's a random kind of a drop uh but you you know so if you spend money basically you can get paper glue so you can actually keep some of the masks and stuff so anyway but there's like different tasks to do with it so there's like different uh if you if you equip a certain mask yeah you go and uh and do certain things like if if one of them you would uh you want to loot engrams with the cryptarch mask Mm. and so it's you know you're you're trying to pick up Mm -hmm. these uh these weapons and things Mm -hmm. with the cryptarch mask who's the guy who handles a lot of the weapons yeah um so a lot of them are like inside jokes as well with a lot of the players who are around from year one. Nice. Um, for instance, there's a box, a boss called not a box, a boss <laughs> called Atheon, um, who early on, like whenever the game first launched, you could actually glitch and beat him by pushing him off of the edge of the entire map. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. And so one of the one of the things you have to do to, to complete these uh, quests is to um, quote unquote trip off of the tower so you jump off the map basically while wearing the atheon mask <laughs> um so it's it's a big inside joke to anybody who pushed him off I, that was did, how i beat him the first time did, yeah i know that's what i was gonna say did you ever push him off oh yeah absolutely oh, yeah. i totally did yeah. like it was it was the way you beat well, him for the first four you weeks of the game him to chase you and yeah. he would just chase you right into the uh yeah. the abyss and all you do is just throw a grenade and it just kind of gradually shoves him off the edge you yeah. know it's just like oh you're gone yeah. you know so you trip off the edge of the map for that one um there are some other ones um like you to run around and kill uh, enemies with a sword uh, ah. for with a crota mask on, ah. and so you have to you you know your your crota yeah. going out and killing people. What with happens a sword, at so. the end of these t- uh, tasks? You know, like, I haven't completed one. Oh man! Um, so you get you get like you get these things. I imagine I suspect you'll get more glue or you'll get more um, like uh, legendary mask drops. I, I would suspect would cool that that's what if it, would it be. made that mask legendary. It would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, in fact, but they have you switch masks amongst the different ah, quests. So there's three different quests. Okay. Lines and like six or, or about nine different things that you have to do with different yeah. masks. So the first thing is like you know you have to acquire all the masks or you have to acquire certain yeah, ones. Yeah. Um, and so they, it's a it's yeah it's, and you it's do a this really by fun collecting thing. Collecting candy, you do. Right? You get a yes. candy satchel. You're basically trick or treating. You're trick or treating for sure. Um, so you get a candy satchel, right? And yeah. uh, and you have to go out and trick or treat the enemies um, by killing them. <laughs> and they they give you candy like your your sack gradually fills up with candy That's hilarious. um the harder the boss the more candy you get uh. or the harder the harder the enemy the more candy you get so like on the the lower level guys you may get like one or two pieces of candy on upper level like bosses you'll get like 
you know, 15, 20 pieces of candy, yeah. something like that. So, you know, you have to kind of go around and farm and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, it's really fun to, uh, to go in and, and, uh, with your candy satchel and, uh, <laughs> and fill it up cause you have to wear the masks while you're filling it up. Yeah. Um, and so you're just kind of running around as some random character. I was running around as, uh, as Oryx today, <laughs> um, just wiping dudes out. I also have a tiger mask. Um, I accidentally dismantled Azur mask who is oh, a merchant man. who shows up, uh, on the weekends in the tower. And, I bet uh, you if you buy something from Zer wearing the Zer mask, it would do something. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. What, what would he say if you walk up to him know, with the Zer mask know, on? Dude. Oh my gosh, I will never know, Chris. <laughs> I will never know. I accidentally uh, dismantled it because I was selecting the wrong item and then I locked it. It'd be all cool if it was masks. like, hey, kill Atheon while wearing the Atheon mask. You know, oh, that'd that be amazing. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah and uh, like that would be incredibly hard, I feel like, for some, some because the masks actually take away some of your armor. They're just paper yeah, mache. I mean, but, you know, and you so about, they don't have any armor. I think about Atheon, he's a, you know, year one level you're right you know baddie i'm sure True. like your light level even without your helmet is like super super high i bet you people have tried it i don't i mean i wonder, I wonder if there's there. anything there so yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be amazing if it increased the uh the chance that you could possibly pull like a uh an exotic or something like that that'd be so, cool yeah the only downside i see to this is that they take up inventory spots they do which are very few and far between um whenever you look at your destiny thing they, they basically you're a digital collector if you play destiny right and uh and this takes up slots valuable slots valuable in your digital slots. collection Oh man, that's a bummer. But they'll go away after two weeks. So. Right, right, right. You know, and they've decorated the tower and stuff like that. And it's really funny, like all of the characters, whenever you go around initially and, and uh, basically whenever you first get your first candy satchel, they yeah. send you to all of the different people in the tower to yeah. go get candy from them. <laughs> and so each person kind of has their own personality. <laughs> like one of them's like, what are you doing here? You need to be out doing something more important than this. And then <laughs> uh, another one is basically uh, Eris, one of the one of the people who's kind of, she her character is uh, was stuck in the you know in the 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 depths of the moon the for abyss. like yeah for like years um and so you you know she basically gives you this dried up box of raisins and says they they tell me I have to give you something <laughs> you know and then uh then you go to uh Cade 6 who is uh who's like a snarky he's he's basically Nathan Fillion um and he says something like uh he basically tells you don't don't worry about Eris you know just Sorry, don't worry about Eris. That's funny. <laughs> Just ignore her. So, I mean, anyway. They I, also have uh, new emotes. Yeah. Those are fun. There's like the thriller dance. This, yeah, they have That's thriller the dance. One. one is boo, and you basically just like, jump yeah, across my You yell. Wave your hands and body and then uh monster dance which is uh it's okay it's all right but the thriller dance the thriller dance is, that's it's called the zombie dance the, the, see that's the one that's what, how they how they get you like you can actually uh, that's what you buy with uh with real money basically you can buy that with real money and it only costs like a little bit like five bucks or something like that in addition to what you get initially and i, I think i might do it i feel like in my bones that i might actually do that one because that one's really cool that's awesome. It's a really long dance. Oh yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to get it for sure. Like, yeah. especially if that's only available for a small amount of time. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm getting it tonight. Yeah, who, who knows if it's going to be available next year either? The game yeah. is going to be completely different by next year, judging by what they've done in the yeah. last year. You know. So anyway, GTA Five is also celebrating Halloween this year. They they have introduced two new vehicles. One is called the the Frankenstein and the Lurcher Hurch. That's awesome. Hearse. Sorry, the Lurcher Hearse. The Lurcher Hearse. Yeah, so check out the that's the Hearse and that's the uh, <laughs> the Franken. That's really um, cool. Dude. They also have a slasher adversary mode. It's an eight player variant. You uh, a single shotgun stalker pursues a group of five players. Oh, sorry, a group of players. So eight players through flashlight lit darkness. Players who survive long enough gain their own weapon and an opportunity to return the favor. 
So I guess maybe it's uh, it's a one on one v seven. So it sounds like the stalker is the is another player. Uh, they also have Halloween masks and bobbles. A bunch of new Halloween themed masks are on the way, including some seasonal heist mode defaults. New makeup options and custom dashboard bobbles are also available. That's awesome. I'm not sure. Like I think these are probably seasonal as well. They won't be around forever. So if you're interested in them. Um, log on to Grand Theft Auto online and grab them. Makes me want to go. I've been wanting. So this is the thing, John. Yeah, I have. Um, I have a GameStop gift card that I got last Christmas that has been earmarked for Grand Theft Auto Five. Really? I have just not reached a point where I am. Um, not bored is the wrong word, but I am. Longing You've for a caught new game. Up, caught up on yes, your games. I haven't caught up on my gaming. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe I just bite the bullet and go get it and then get this Halloween stuff. So, Chris, Halloween stuff. something I have accepted um, yeah. over the past year or so. Yeah. Since the new generation, and even like thinking about like whenever we transferred over from the old generation to the new gen- generation, yeah. there are a lot of games, Chris, as as you know, right? You know, there's there's a lot of games out there. Yeah. I can't play them all. But I can play and have fun with like as many of them as I want to. That's true. And so it's like, but I I have gotten to the point where I used to feel bad where it's like, oh man, I haven't finished, (laughs) finished that game over there. Why am I starting this one? Yeah. That it would cause me emotional stress to be starting a new game whenever I haven't finished another one. But now I'm just at the point where it's like, well, I'll get back to that other game eventually. Right. Maybe. And if I don't, it doesn't matter. I had fun with it at the time. I just know know the time commitment that... Um, Grand Theft Auto Five will, oh, will require of me, and it's just kind of like, well, do I want to do that now? I don't know, yeah. you know. Um, Open world games are wild. You've got Fallout coming out soon. I've got Fallout coming out soon. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, basically uh, next week is I've, I've, you know, we're getting ready to go to LA. Um, yeah. And so most of that week uh, will be used up. At the end of the week, we have uh, Call of Duty, which we'll be playing. Yeah. And then we go to LA. By the time I get back from LA, Fallout will be sitting there waiting for me. Wow. And I'll just dive into that. Dude, so, that's wild. Yeah. Um, I'm reading uh, reading this from IGN. They've got a, a wiki on this, but Rocket League has a Halloween update um, available as post match item drops during the month of October. Each Halloween item can be unlocked simply by playing matches you like you normally would. Once you've found an item, it's yours to keep forever. But if you don't find the ones you want by November 2nd, you'll have to wait until next year for a shot at them again. So I guess I got to go play wow. some Rocket League this weekend, too. Dude, that's wild. Fallout Shelter. Oh, God. So that's like a yearly thing, though. Like, this is the Destiny thing. Like, they haven't really told you what they're doing next year. Like, last year, they had some of this stuff. Like, they had the, uh, the, some of the, the, the temporary things. Yeah, yeah, like, where you'd be able to put on, like, a temporary mask or something. But they didn't have any of the, the paper or the candy right. or anything right. like that. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I mean, sometimes it, it's a one-time thing. Like, yeah, the, is it like even gonna, a war thing. It could be completely different next year. Yeah. Uh, Fallout Shelter starting October 22nd, so it's going right now. Yeah. Bethesda has revealed that a free update has turned your Fallout Shelter into something a bit more festive for the holidays. Rooms are decorated with hanging bats and ghosts, pumpkins, and other treats. It looks like the, some of the characters have uh, have costumes on as well, uh, like a skeleton costume and stuff like that. I tried to place your Fallout Shelter. Yeah. I could not sustain my community at all. They would always yeah. die. Like sickness would set in, and I just could not keep them healthy, man. It, so, I mean, it does require a lot of lot of uh, 
attention. Yeah, this is the thing. Like, I re- I was into uh, Tiny Tower or Tiny Death Star for a while, um, as you know. And they did Halloween and they did like ho- uh, I never themed finished things that with what, Tiny. Whatever Death Star. happened to that? Um, well, the company actually doesn't make that game anymore. Like, they they don't support it anymore. They stopped supporting it. Um, so you can't buy it anymore. You no, know, you can get it, uh, but it's it's what is in there is in there. Like, there's no more. Um, I collected all the scenes and things like that, and and eventually got to the point where I really wasn't. Like without new content, I wasn't really looking at. It. But they had some cool like holiday themed things, and that lasted about a year or so. Yeah. Um. That they that they supported that. And it was really fun. I played the game for a while, and I haven't played it in a long time. I should probably boot it up and see what's going on. My see, uh, I played a game called Pixel People. Yeah. And they would always do uh, holiday themed updates. Yeah. And uh, it was really cool. Like it would snow and That's stuff awesome. like that, and they would have like okay, you gotta find Santa's things and only available at a certain time. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so many games that require you to come back to them constantly that like. You know, I've a lot of them have just fallen by the waist. Even Hearthstone is like, you know, they have different card backs you can earn every single month for yeah. playing ranked play. And like some months, I just like don't play enough. I remember a year ago there was that Halloween one that you got. Oh, that was super no, cool. I didn't get no, you it. You didn't get it? No, oh, I missed no. it because I was talking about. I'm like I was on track to do it. Yeah, and then I forgot about oh, it. Oh, Chris. And then I like that's my biggest regret in that game is not getting that card back. Well, that's whenever it all this, went. What if there's one this month? It all started going downhill for you then. I like, got, that's whenever you started not playing Hearthstone, I I'm going to look up what's... You, you vamp for a second um, while I look up what's in Hearthstone. So, uh, I mean, other iPhone games that have done this type of thing before, um, mobile games are... They're, those are the types of games, and MMOs and things like that are the type of games that uh, online communities really are the ones that really this this works for. Um, because it's things that people return to quite frequently. Um, something that just is like, oh, it's cool, they've, they've spent some time, they actually care about their community, taking care of them, that sort of thing. So, one of the ones that, uh, that I know that has done it that has not been that type of a game, but it is a mobile game. It's Carcassonne. There's the, the app Carcassonne. Carcassonne is one of my favorite board games, actual board games. Um, I have a, quite a quite a large number of expansions for the the actual physical board games. Um, and so I, the app actually has like good holiday themed oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. So like on Halloween, they introduced an expansion of the Phantom. And so you can do that. And then, <laughs> then around Christmas time, you can uh, you can activate like where the, uh, the tiles are all snowy. That's and cool. things and so like there's different just art choices based on the same it's the same tiles same game but it's like a theme That's on cool. on the tiles that they'll just let you update that or yeah whatever, different theme so. board games are pretty cool like there's yeah. a ticket to ride there's a there's a uh, that's right there's a map that has a bunch of snow and stuff like that on yeah. it and that's really cool uh there the the right the the back for uh, card back for this month on hearthstone is not not super cool. not super cool and not halloweeny at all um, Minecraft has a Halloween update. 4J has created an entire pack dedicated to the eeriest time of the year. This pack includes Ooh. 43 skins, a creepy texture pack you can apply to your other Minecraft worlds and ghostly music. There's also a roller coaster that you can ride on. Skins include characters like the Grim Reaper, Bride of Frankenstein, Wicked Witch, Treeface, Mad Doctor, Swamp Monster, and of course Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, the Halloween mashup pack is available now. So download that now. It's awesome. I'm sure that uh, like so they've had spooky things before on on in Minecraft. Yeah, like, for sure. Skins and stuff like that. And honestly, like if you're out playing on PC, you can go find any number of scary skins. Oh yeah, and and uh, that game, you know, in general, I mean, one of the main enemies is a zombie. Yeah. So it's like you know it fits really well with that zombie game, pigman. I think. Yeah. Well, and zombies too, like on the overworld. Or oh whatever. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Those guys that make that noise. Yeah. Yeah. Street Fighter Four has Halloween <laughs> DLC. 
Capcom has revealed new Halloween-themed costumes for the cast of characters in Ultra Street Fighter 4. The costumes will be available from October 27th on Steam and on consoles. Player can access the costumes by purchasing the complete horror pack for $20. Seems like a lot. Or buying an individual pack for select characters at $3.99. That seems like a lot as well. These packs include the 2014 Challengers Horror Pack, Arcade Challengers Horror Pack, Brawler Horror Pack, uh, Challengers Horror Pack 1, Challengers Horror Pack 2, Classic Horror Pack, Femme Fatale Horror Pack, Sh- Shadowy Horror Pack. All sorts of horror packs. And uh, sure, you can horror pack. Big old packs Good of grief. horror. Um, also, finally, Plants vs. Zombies 2, Lawn of Doom. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 will be decked out in holiday festivity this year with the Lawn of Doom event. And the Lawn of Doom. In addition to costumes and decorations, Ghost Pepper and jack-o'-lantern plants will be available as player defenses. Nice. I wonder what they do. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the jack-o'-lantern should glow. You yeah. Know? Well, it, you know, he has... Oh, yeah, but what kind of what well, kind of damage, different damage do they do to enemies, to I zombies? I don't know. That but would be... How that do would, they keep the zombies out? Well, right. That's the question, Chris. That's pretty awesome, though. If there were zombies coming after you, would you pile up a bunch of pumpkins? Would it work? Maybe. I don't know. The zombies from Plants vs. Zombies, eventually, yes. Yeah. Oh, we'd keep them out. We'd keep them out. It just went, maybe they explode. Maybe I they're exploding. I feel like they. I feel like they would have to do something like explode yeah. or or take a giant chomp out of yeah. some zombies. So, John, we're gonna yeah. talk uh, real quickly about um, games to play around Halloween. Yeah. I'm gonna lead it off, and then we'll go back and forth for a second. But okay. my first game is Red Dead Redemption: Undead Nightmare. Holy cow! That was on my list too, Chris. By the way. Oh gosh. All right. Well, that's fine. It's on both of our lists. Yeah. We'll start with that. It's great, great. Like, so good. Number one, it's a great expansion. It's also, like, if you just play it standalone, it's also a lot of fun, and it gives you a taste of kind of what Red Dead Redemption is like. The problem is there's a lot of, like, uh, inside jokes with the main game that you won't necessarily understand if you haven't played the main game. Correct. Like, and, and the theming around it is just perfect. Like yeah. it's, it's a, uh, they didn't just take it and reskin it or whatever. They created like legit new enemies yeah. and like new missions. And yeah. they give you a reason. Like I was thinking about this earlier today. I was thinking about this game and I was thinking that it's interesting to me that they give you an excuse or a reason to go to every region on the map again. Yep. And I loved that. Like I loved being able to go back and re-experience the game in a smaller bite-sized chunk um, and reminisce about the however many hours I spent on the the main game by going to these places. It also has one of the craziest side stories, like a side mission in there um, that I think I've ever been on Um, or like spoilers. So spoilers, the Bigfoot mission. Yes. Oh amazing. my gosh! It's like at the end of that, you just you just feel weird. Like it's <laughs> it, it makes you feel things. Uh-huh. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler back. We're back from spoiler. Yeah. So uh, John Marston basically the premise is he go, he's he's the main character of Red Dead Redemption, and uh, this is all a bad dream. Spoilers. It, I, I guess I, I, I don't didn't know. I I didn't remember that. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I don't think it wasn't really a big. He goes to sleep, and then all starts stuff starts happening at the end. He wakes up, and so right. But it, well, the thing it does is it allows you to do all these crazy things in that world without um without breaking the game. You know, like in yeah. the story of the game. The um the other cool thing is like it's a it's a ten hour game. Like it's it came out as DLC, uh, paid DLC, or you could eventually buy it standalone. But right, it, like it is. It's a ten-hour experience, you know. Yeah. Like I think the the main game I spent about forty hours on, and this I spent ten hours on. I hundred percented uh, both of them. Yeah, and um, 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, you know, and, and you're talking about you know the portion of the main game that it was. It was it was a huge portion of the main game. Again, like I said, they give you an excuse to go to every region, so it's like yeah. you do experience the game, um, but you experience it in a creepy, different way. Like, yeah. you know, I loved the the aesthetic of like the sky being like different colors, like a green kind of look at some points, yeah. and like it was just really an eerie way to go about that uh, that world. Um, some of the different things, like in the main game, you can hunt, and in some of the uh, some of the animals and stuff are slightly different in the uh the expansion as right. well and i love right. love that yeah there are zombies there are zombies what's your what's a game that you say you should play around Halloween? so it's the one i'm actually playing ah, around Halloween. okay all right it's the uh, luigi's mansion dark moon Ooh, is it spooky enough it is it is uh it's a happy spooky oh, okay. um it's like it's it i was uh playing it a little bit while you were here and it's like I would compare kind of the humor of uh, of of where it goes with things to like some um, like some older kind of movies and stuff like that where it's like it's spooky but it's like more like Ghost of Mr. Chicken spooky mm. where it's not really like I mean there's ghosts and things and like Ghostbusters style where it's like you know he's vacuuming these ghosts up yeah. and stuff but it's like it's uh it's it's got a lot more humor to it than that he's he's really scared you know even yeah. though he's going in and, and vacuuming up these ghosts he's he's very terrified of the entire <laughs> thing so um and a lot of the the fun from that comes to from his personality where like if you're not really doing anything you kind of leave it you know by itself he'll start yeah. humming his own theme song and yeah, it's just there's a lot of fun stuff in there but um so from a scary perspective yeah. not super scary yeah but it is like you get the halloween vibe from that's it, awesome. from the music and the uh, the atmosphere that's awesome yeah uh i think my second game all right this is gonna be uh man I, this is this is where i, I had the one game that i'm just kind of like hmm i have a lot of others that i, I could choose i'm gonna choose gone home Ooh. Not traditionally thought of as a kind of horror game, but it does have a weird, creepy, but nostalgic vibe to it. Mm. You um, premise, if you don't know, you come home. Um, I think from college. I cannot remember, or from your career. It's been a while. I need to go back and play it because I haven't played it around Halloween. It'd be fun. Uh, and no one is home, and you have to figure out where everyone is. I like it. That's and what, awesome. And what has happened. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so my last game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm struggling to, to think about, like, there's spooky games that I, I, I've i played, like like Alien Isolation, those types of things. But it's like, yeah. it's really just, like, scary, <laughs> you know? And I'm not just, I it's right. not, I'm not into the, like, super scary stuff, you know, where yeah. it's like, I, I don't, you know, Silent Hill, I'm not a huge fan of just, I'm just not a huge fan of, like, being horrified at things yeah. anyway. Um, so going more down, um, the like eerie kind of vibe where it's less, less like mm-hmm. horror based and mm-hmm. more just like kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also, uh, been playing like persona, uh, f- four, um, How around is that cr- a creepy, Halloween but it's a game. murder mystery and oh, it's like, it's, it's got on. ghosts in no. it. And, okay. Well, so yeah. Okay, fine. It's your choice. You can okay. choose it. Okay. Make the argument. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, the game is just uh, there's a there's a murder mystery and there's like people who uh, dying at random times at midnight on uh, after rainy nights and things like that. Yeah, that and you just find scary. they find bodies hung from uh, from high places Holy in town crap. and stuff like that. So yeah, so then you have to go and try to solve these kind of murders. Yeah. And uh, and it's it gets into like the supernatural kind of realm of things where you yeah. uh, you fall into a TV and like yeah. you're into in this odd 
side universe. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 a very eerie kind of creepy game. Okay. Um, whenever you're whenever you're actually playing the main storyline, the side storylines are a little bit less creepy. They're more yeah. like uh, they're more like hang out with your friends or whatever, help yeah. them with their problems and stuff like that, taking on various jobs. But it, you know, the main main portion of the game is very eerie. Like I remember the first uh, first three hours of the game or so it mm-hmm. was basically like you're getting into the setup and you know, mm-hmm. all the stories and the murders start happening it's just very you get an eerie feeling um about about those uh those games my uh my third game yes is one that i thought that you would bring up Ooh, the first bioshock oh my gosh yes <laughs> if you haven't played bioshock you should yeah. um it's a it's a, it is a like the first one is probably the scariest yeah and it is um it's it's phenomenal. Uh, you you're exploring this world of rapture. It's done on. You're right. I'd water. completely forgotten about this one. It, I, I it's probably <laughs> a far better pick than uh than, than Persona Four. I just I thought you would like you we picked the same like Undead Nightmare. I think no, you'd... that one's like starkly Halloween. Like I right. played uh, Bioshock originally, or like after Christmas well, I played time. In the middle of, yeah. Like... So it's you know it wasn't really around this time of year. But you're right. Like thinking about the aesthetic <laughs> of like being underwater, like. You know, and, and uh, just the 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 tones, a lot and that of it's, jump scares, a lot of horror elements. Yeah, and the, the, just the topic of the whole thing is very yeah. you know scary, yeah. and and you're talking about like. Um, you're augmenting your body in various ways in order to um, basically make it and survive. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, you know, inject yourself with these things that'll change your DNA so you can end up with like various powers, whether it's telekinesis or like a claw hand or something, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, you'll, you'll augment yourself. So that gets a very kind of classic um, horror kind of vibe where it's a mad yeah. scientist type of a thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a very much better pick, Chris. Two honorable mentions. Okay, I want to bring up first White Knight, which we reviewed earlier. This I was going to ask you about that one because yeah. I was going to say, is there? You were talking in the review for that, which you should post in the podcast yeah. notes. Um, the review for White Knight. Yeah, didn't you talk about like they had various things? Play it on a full moon or something like that. Um, it, like, didn't they? Didn't they have that type of a yeah. uh, a thing where like? So what if you played on Halloween? I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, they had. If you play it on a full moon, um, there's some achievements. I need to go see if there's achievements for playing it on Halloween. Actually, yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, they had to like. It was like if you play it between the hours of like maybe midnight and six in the morning or something like that. I can't remember. There was like some kind of time based achievement as so well. So you had to like complete it during that amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it wouldn't be hard because it's a fairly short game. But like you have to play it all in one sitting. And so I was like, well, I'll just stack them sometime. There's a full moon and yeah. like uh, and do it all in one night during a full moon or something. Like yeah. That. Um, the other honorable mention I wanted to uh, to throw in was is fear, the fear series. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, Josh Fulton, who's been on the uh, the show before, Fultron, he's been doing a fear series on YouTube. I'll put a link to that um, on standtargetpodcast.com as well. Also, I'll also link to our other uh, show about White Knight. Dude, that's awesome. But yeah, so this is uh, this is that's that's our Halloween uh, list of games to play on around Halloween. If you need a something to read, um, I was telling this is something that I, I told you that you should do, um, Chris. Is uh, you, I what read? I guess it was about a year ago or so. Around this time, it was it was after Halloween last year. It was around uh, more in like end of November, December, or whatever. Maybe it was two years ago. I was reading the uh, I, I got a graphic novel of. Um, 
a couple of guys who did the Sherlock Holmes graphic novels. There's uh, there's four of those. And anyway, the the artist also did a At the Mountains of Madness uh, by uh, Lovecraft. Um, he did that as a graphic novel. And so you could read that as well. You can also, uh, the book is horrifying. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's last year super we, scary. Did last year we talk about scary movies? I'll I think put, we did I'll post that in the podcast as well. Yeah. And I think we did it cause we talked to, I mean, we might've talked about, uh, Prometheus and things like that too. Like I, you know, Prometheus is a, uh, is a really good example of yeah. uh, one of those. So, but yeah, at the mountains of madness, if you want to read something that's pretty horrifying, uh, you know, check out the, uh, at the mountains of madness by, uh, Lovecraft. All right. All so right. yeah, Cool. I, I might download that on my uh, digitally. And you see. should. Yeah. You should. Um, and read that on Halloween, John. Oh my gosh, Chris. Super scary. Wild. So before we go, yeah, we wanted to talk about uh, Star Wars. Yes. So moment this week, we'll go through like a moment every week and I'll okay. we'll alternate. I'll, okay. t- I'll, right. so I'll do right. this first week. Okay. And then you bring a moment from your, one of your favorite moments of the Star Wars okay. uh, franchise um, you know, from, uh, f- for next week. So anyway, uh, I've got this, uh, the very first moment of the series, we've got the scrolling credits like, the, and I, like, I remember as a kid re- reading the, the scrolling the credits of episode four yeah, of episode four, the very first moment of star Wars, the no crawl. credits, the, the text cr- crawl, the text crawl. Yeah. Where it's uh, it was a period of civil war, rebel starships striking from hidden base have won their first victory against the galactic empire during the battle. Rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, which just sinister agents, you know. Yeah. Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. And then you encounter the uh, the uh, the droids and things, but the uh, the the moment that I remember the most about that was that we were watching it in not the widescreen version, but we were watching it obviously on on VHS for the first time right. when we were kids or whatever, and we had to like it pause wasn't it. Widescreen? It wasn't widescreen. It was the okay. it was the uh, the full full screen version. Yeah. And so with the full screen version, it cuts off the sides right. in the prime spot at, for at you to read it. Yeah. So I remember having to pause the the video in order to like get up really. Close to the screen and read through this text crawl, like so you could actually get all the information because it was very tiny back there um, in standard def and everything. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, dude, that was a, that's that's a, the opening moments of that are just some of the most iconic things. That theme, the text crawl. It's like I've never I had never seen anything like that before yeah. in a movie. It's pretty awesome. It's amazing. That's my moment this week, Chris. And it's it's not it's not an action packed moment, but it is a moment. That's our Star Wars moment. We're going to be talking about Star Wars moments, I guess, for the next six episodes between now and The Force Awakens. This is true. And that Force Awakens one, we'll probably talk about some Star Wars yep. moments in that yeah. review. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, there is, again, there is no uh, Arrow on Target this week or Flash on Target this week. We apologize. We'll get to them next week. Yeah. Um, we will also, uh, what do we say we'll talk about next week, possibly? Oh, um, oh, Supergirl. Yeah, let's Supergirl. Do, let's do the Supergirl premiere. Cool, sounds great. All right. Love also, uh, last couple of years we've done Movie Month November. Yeah. Uh, we will do a version of that. Yep. Um, I don't know how 
much we'll be able to do. Like the uh, the major release is coming out in November is uh, Spectre and Hunger Games. We will at the very least review those. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's like the Peanuts movie. Like there's just not that as many releases as there have been in the past for November movie month. Right, and we're also going to be gone for like a week of uh, yep, a, we a large will, week of uh, November. We'll as do well, a pre-recorded so. show, but you can follow us on uh, on Twitter at Chris Wright two five zero. And, and John Wright 777. <laughs> and we'll we'll post some things while we're out in California. Yeah, it'll be doing awesome. Doing the Disney runs, Avengers run. Um, hopefully we'll get a meet Captain America or Iron Man or something like it'll that. It'll be awesome. Yes. We're doing the Infinity Gauntlet Challenge. So you can follow us on there. We'll uh, be up to our usual antics. There will still be a podcast. It'll just be pre-recorded by a week. Yeah, and if you're in the uh, the Anaheim areas around the time whenever those uh, those races happen, um, just hit us up on Twitter and we'll, we'll um, try to try to do a meetup or something like that at first some coffee whatever um but yeah. yeah just hit us up on twitter yep all right that's it for this week you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com again on twitter at chris 250 and john Wright 777 and at stay on target pod always online at stayontargetpodcast.com find our podcasts on itunes and on stitcher subscribe to us review us all that good jazz yeah. um we will uh thank you later for that <laughs> somehow in high five form yes like virtual auditory high five. Like this is our this is our hands high fiving. Yep. That's right. Yep. That's right. it. <laughs> well that's it for this week. <laughs> we'll see you next time. On Stay, Stay on, on Target. target.